Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. My Doja Kosher game over, soldier. I'm coolin'. Be on the sofa. You Niggas are listening to the Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's October 30th, 2019. I'm your host, Travis Bryant. And joining me, uh, as soon as he's uh, done handling the business, uh, will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. Uh, you want to have your voice heard on this here show? It is a call-in show, and there are two ways to go about that. You can call in live and talk to us uh, on air at 347-202-0103. Once again, uh, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Talk to you live, 347. And the other way of having your voice heard on this here call-in show is to drop us a voicemail. Uh, we have three unadulterated minutes on the voicemail line to ask questions, those comments, questions, rants, he prays upon us, whatever you want to do. You got three minutes on the voicemail line to do it. Hit the line up at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is... 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Uh, find us on the email at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Now you can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. And you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. It's all kinds of conversation going on on those there uh, Twitter pages. And the last bastion of Get Addict, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. <clears throat> Share with us there and got an article or a meme or a gif or something that's funny or interesting. Find us on uh, on Facebook. Uh, facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. And um, yeah, share it on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies, and you know, the whole, whole thing works. So let's uh okay, well Cam's still uh still doing handling business. So what is in my in my opinion the story of the week? Um I'm what is the story of the week? 
Raw, uh, uh, AEW and NXT last week, I thought, were, was the best overall night for both shows in the four in the four weeks and, uh, that we've gotten. But together, those two shows were were really uh, really decent shows. Like there wasn't a big divide between between the two, and they were both quality shows. Uh, Raw was, you know, whatever, kind of uninteresting, pushing a show that very few people, probably relative to other things, are going to watch the second week in a row that I don't think anyone. No, 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 that's Natty and somebody did something on Raw, women's wise, but. Not a lot of uh, women's storylines going on because, you know, they have a pay-per-view that, or semi-pay-per-view that interrupts everything three or four times a year or however many times they do these. And, uh, yeah. And SmackDown last week was, you know, it was okay. SmackDown's certainly a watchable show. Two hours certainly helps. Uh, Raw's becoming a bit of a slog again, or never really stopped being a slog, but uh, SmackDown at two hours, you got Kane Velasquez stuff ending the show, and Bray and Brock taking them out. That was fine. It was all paint-by-numbers, decent, decent, good to decent, you know, decent to good stuff. I didn't have uh, much problems with SmackDown. I think, didn't SmackDown start with Flair and Hogan or was that for all Monday? I don't remember that, though, that segment being particularly great, but but uh, yeah, so the TV this week or in the last, last week was was good, to, was decent to good. You know, again, we're all was just okay, but everything else was either uh, either good or pretty good. NXT and like I said, NXT and Dynamite were, were closer, but again, NXT was, I thought, one of the, maybe the best show of the week. But, yeah. Um, what else is going on uh, on TV? We've got, uh, <laughs> we, okay, so the one, the thing with the women's storylines that I think is getting, uh, hurt the most is the Bailey stuff because we're not getting uh, weekly. Hopefully, after you know, maybe this Friday we'll get some stuff once they're back from uh, from Saudi, and SmackDown will be a. It can start something. You know, if we get if we get three, you know, not three, but two Smack, you know, two women storylines kind of started on on SmackDown or re revamped or, or whatever, then you'll know for sure what was going on. I mean, we already know, but it'll just be that thing of, oh, Sally's over, now let's, you know, after going from having nothing really going on with the women the last few weeks, now it's, you know, SmackDown to get three separate women's feuds going on one one show, on one brand. <clears throat> um, but yeah, but a bit, I, I think the Bailey... I want to see more of her. I want to see 
I don't want to see her put in sit like silly skits for sure, like backstage stuff or hokey. Uh, but I kind of do. I want to. I want them to explore this 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 new Bailey, and I don't think the new regular promos or sitting in on commentary is is is, is doing that. Not for me anyway. I, I need to see some more. I need to see. I need to see Pam come out. Hey, hey, Bailey, can you bring Pam out? All right, all right. Here to save the goddamn day. Shoo, <laughs> shoo. Uh, Cameron Hawkins, uh, don't do that to me ever again, please. Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> something, something going wrong? No, well, no, not technically. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like um 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 and um. Nah, this was um, yeah. I always like get on this thing and say how busy I am. This was literally mm-hmm. like upload tomorrow's show before this show, so that you don't you aren't late to watch Game Seven. There's a lot happening in the last little while. So, but yeah, well, we're here. And also dealing with college goons. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun on the pod. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, so what? Let's just jump right into it. What's your uh, what's your story of the week? What's the biggest thing happening in the last Gosh. week of wrestling so, TV? I mean, it's always interesting when like you do the big show Monday and I do it the next day because mm-hmm. like the stories can change that fast. And so like we we talked about so much already separately. Um. The, the big story right now, um, I would still say that the big story is, is Crown Jewel and probably the strongest case of backlash against Crown Jewel. Um, you know, people are canceling subscriptions. Um, people, like, people are canceling subscriptions left and right um, and making it really public and voicing their displeasure that the show is even happening. Um, you know, that coupled with you know, Hulk Hogan being a team captain and having, like, a much bigger role on TV than people thought that he was. He's on TV every week. Yeah. Or, you know, twice a week um, now for the last three weeks. I think, the, I think that event in and of itself is the biggest story. And, and really one of the most interesting things to come out of it, it seems to be confirmed that Lacey Evans and Natalya are going to have a match at Crown Jewel. Yeah, which... I mean, okay, as far as, like, the, the story of it, like, eh, that's not no problem to kind of read, go go to that. Again, I can't say it's a, uh, how much it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things, and then yeah. go, well, how can they just throw this match back out there? Like, it doesn't matter. It's a Saudi house show. It just happens to be, you know, sort of a big deal to some people. Um, yeah, I mean... I wonder how that came uh, came came uh, came about. I wonder if it's WWE to them, like we're getting killed. If you want this to continue, you've got to get something. Yeah. We can this, this lie that we told about there being you gotta give us some propaganda material. Yeah. Right. This lie right, that we right, told right. about it being changed. You have to cut us a little bit of slack, showing that something has changed. Um. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out there and wrestled in literal cast, full body cast, 
They just kind of fell around. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've seen what what the women wrestle with when they're in the the UAE mm-hmm. and they do shows in the Emirates or or uh, I guess Abu Dhabi's in the Emirates. I don't know. But when they're yeah, over they there, figure yeah, like they, yeah. Lacey Evans is going to walk straight down to the ring. With none of the the Lacey Evans panache yeah. that exists in that intro. <laughs> Look, I meant to bring this up with Wade on Monday, but I'm still surp- I'm surprised that they that they're having the Fiend uh, Rollins match. You know, could, you know, with that mask and everything, then they would. That was even happening. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I mean, I think they pretty much got there today or last night. Um, you know, they've been doing like the. Uh, the PR, like going around the, the children's hospitals and whatnot. Um, you know, Travis, like it's, people who listen to our show probably know this. And, and, of course, I want to preface this by saying if a stance of yours has changed, that does not bother me at all because it's about personal choice. But to my knowledge, this is not a show that you, myself, or Rich actually watch. Um, no. So... I mean, we can talk about the build. I'm sure we'll talk about the results as we read them. Um, I mean, it's an interesting card. Like, Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar are, are wrestling. Like, Tyson Fury and uh, Braun Strowman are wrestling. Like, this is, you know, significant in the grand scheme of money paid to big-name acts to put on a show. Yeah. You know? Well... Because of because of the you know the, the venue and the importance of it, we'll we'll see. Maybe not right away, but we'll basically see those matches. <laughs> you know, and how they do their highlight package. Like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll yeah. definitely get the gist of it a week from now, or you know, from next yeah. whatever. Uh, so we'll feel like we saw it, and you know, we, I, I only only only. Regret if 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 I could use that even a little bit, maybe missing the Velasquez Brock yeah. match. But I don't think Fury uh, Strowman's going to be any good or can yeah. be any good, like in the way I want it to be good. Like, does it have they even sit like has does Fury know how to take a bump? Yeah. Like, I should be getting, you know, tossed I've seen him fall down. <laughs> no. Wait a second. I thought he was undefeated. He is. But that doesn't mean he's at, okay. Yeah. He is a draw to uh, to Wilder in a match where he was not, in a fight where he was knocked down. Well, he fought really well. So I won't dispute that, but yeah. Did Wilder get knocked down? No. So, I mean,. Well, how is that a draw? I feel like he was ahead on points. Like, you know, knockdowns worth one extra oh, yeah. point around. Yeah. Watching this, and it's not just, but it's not, it's not just automatic. Like, well, because if you, yeah, if you get with the obvious lucky shot in that knocks a guy down and he gets up from it, meanwhile he kicked your ass for two and a half minutes. You know, I guess it's that's why you have a judge and not a, a robot. And then, I mean, there is, you know. The Fiend and Seth Rollins has to be a finish. Um, you know, you wonder what what lengths they're going to go to for to to finish one way or another. Because I mean, they're on different brands. 
Um, conventional wisdom suggests that Seth Rollins is going to retain. Conventional wisdom. Um, you know, so that, that's going to be really interesting. Um, you you just wonder with this crown jewel thing, like Natalia and Lacey Evans are wrestling. Um, all due respect to Natalia, who I think um, really is the glue of the women's division. And I don't mean that to belittle her at all. Like, I really think that if you need somebody to have a solid match um, with, with just about anybody else, that's who you go to. Um, you know, Lacey Evans as a character is more is better than Lacey Evans the wrestler, but I by no means don't think like she should be not on TV. Um, with that said, are they one of the top six female acts on the main roster? Are either of them top six? I really think yeah. they're barely top ten. Um, uh, yeah, if you wanted to say, go, and I, yeah, and I'm not even going to dispute which one would be top ten because that's an yeah, argument. I think you go so, four horsewomen, Oscar, um, Alexa Bliss, and then plug in who you want. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, um, I'm taking uh, I'm taking maybe two handfuls of women before I'm getting them. Yeah, Kyrie Sane, um, right there with Oscar. Uh, I be personally Ember Moon, but that's you know not for me. Yeah. I think Mandy Rose is higher on the totem pole than Natalia is. Um, so, you know, good on them for getting to do a thing that nobody's gotten to do before. Like Jenny, yeah, Natty, um, Natty, like my Natty personal feelings sense. aside. I can't deny the significance of, of that probably to them. You know what I mean? Oh, like they, they probably see this as an honor. But that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But Natty, but, uh, I get. I don't know. I mean, maybe because it's like, well, who can we put with Natalia that that makes, you know, sense? Yeah. So Natty, I get. Like, you want somebody in that spot that's more solid than – you know, that's just who's your best working woman who's not going to get flustered, frazzled, or any, and given any situation, knows how to, mm-hmm. you know, if anything happens, because you just you never know. I don't know. Um, let's have the person that's the, what most well suited for it. Natty makes all the sense in the world. Not mm-hmm. sure about uh, Lacey Evans beyond, well, because it's Natty, so it makes sense character-wise or story-wise, sort of. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to go out there in, in, in full-body outfits. Um, I'm, I wonder what they're going to do with their hair, even. Like, that. Yeah. Because, in you know, and I was out there to cover up and head to toe pretty much. But their neck and face and hair was and hands were all exposed. It fucking sucks that you even got to talk in this way, but... Um, but it is a you know it's reality. So that's kind of the interesting like car not car crash part, but you know that's just like ooh that's like I I want to see there was, if come there's down something you wanted could. to watch. That's the reason to watch. You know. Yes. Um, and probably the the, the other side of what we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about. Like I said at the beginning of this show, you know me making game seven preparations. Um, mm-hmm. you know SmackDown. Was FS1 on Friday um, because of the World Series Game 5. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it wasn't Game 5. 
That was um, game five was Saturday. So no, game four was Saturday. Sorry, game four was started Saturday. So anyway, um, for whatever World Series game it was, they were moving yeah. to FS1 and they did under nine hundred thousand viewers. And, 867,000. You know, like, it was like 888. Um, but, you know, I, I think we can even like, talk about the caveats there. You're on a different network. Less people have it. People who can't find your programming on first run will, you know, they're not going to search around for the channel. On most people's, like, boxes, Fox is nowhere near FS1. Like, they're not even in the same space. Um, but then tonight, you know, I don't think anybody saw – I don't think before the World Series anybody saw it going seven. I think Houston was a heavy favorite. I think when the Nationals won the first two games, people didn't see it go seven because you figure it would end sooner than that. And here we are. My blood pressure is all the way up, um, but it's not about me. It's about NXT and AEW facing a game seven. And, you know, the point I was making to people, like I I thought that uh, Brian Alvarez – you know, when you have a track record of being considered one way, when you present information, you're going to be looked at as being belittling. But, um, you know, NXT and AEW probably never anticipated going up against a Game 7, especially this early in their life cycles. So I think those numbers are going to be bad. Like, I tweeted out that they're going to be, uh, what, catfish rerun numbers. Like, it's not going to be good. And it, you should have so... it to be. Do they get a million viewers between the two of them? Yes. So they yes, did get a million between the two of them. Um, uh, um, I would say NXT impact. does, I would say 600,000 NXT, 900,000 AEW. Well, that's about what they've been doing. I, I, I think that those numbers fall. Well, SmackDown went from, what, 1-3 to 9? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll say those don't drop as significantly. Um and if, and right. if there is an audience to, that's going to stick with the wrestling over it's somebody baseball. who has been watching the same show for 20 years. You know, like, no, those are it's somebody who's not just thinking of the fan base. It's going to be AEW fans and and to a slightly lesser extent, uh, NXT fans. Yeah, exactly. Because AEW and NXT fans want you to know how much they support their brand. And so they're going to have less of a drop-off, I think. Nobody identifies as a SmackDown fan. <laughs> That's just absurd to hear it put that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like maybe in like 2003, you know, when it was like obviously the better show and had all the resources and, you know, mm-hmm. were they sure. But... Yeah, man, no, I'm SmackDown stand, you know. Like, mm-hmm, SmackDown, we bring it forever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, give me, I watch, I got a best of hiding right on, uh, on my, on my laptop. Best to try best of hiding right. <laughs> Kenzo Suzuki. Kenzo Suzuki, yeah. sizzle reel. Yeah. Yeah, the man bear, Sylvester Turkey, got him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh... So, um, all right, now it's not a TV issue, but it's it's certain to come up uh, during the show. I'm pretty sure we got an email or something on it, and we've been talking about it somewhat all week or since it's yeah. happened. But the the, the uh, Miles, uh, yeah, and, and I like that we Miles got to George talk about situation. this. Like now, after 
doing so much on it the last couple of days. So, I mean, he, to me, he walked back a lot of what he said, um, which I think we all kind of saw coming, though. You know, like, I, I, I didn't see him blowing this type of opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm all for staying for what you believe in at the same time. I understand that environment. I understand how hard it is to get there. I understand that, you know, this a lot of this can probably be explained away as a misunderstanding. I feel like they probably had that Brad kid call him directly and have a conversation about how much he messed up. Um, and he probably had people in his ear telling him, yo, like, you, you got to – we're here now, and so we got to find a way to make this work. Um, you know – it's hard for me to come up with new things to say about it with as much, you know, that has been said. But unless you've been under a rock, uh, Jordan Miles was upset with a T-shirt design, um, which seemed to very closely resemble and depict um, a Sambo smile. Uh, big white letters looking like inside of a red-lit grin on a black background. Um, and I think uh, one of the quotes is, make it more toothy. Yeah, if yeah, that, that was in the email. Um, yeah. yeah, and he voiced, you know, his concerns over it. Of course, um, a strong segment of the wrestling fan base told him to get over it, not to worry about it. How could they yeah, be considered racist? Because it's been, you know, we're on day four or so of the story. That's a, you know, a hot story that you knew, like, oh, this is going to blow up. Can't wait till till tomorrow. See what this is looking like tomorrow. Um. Let's talk about the reaction. <laughs> I mean, it's a not surprising. It's very not predictable. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a reminder of how far we aren't. You yeah. know, I like, not to be pessimistic, but we hear all this, you know, we're in the post-racial Well, I, I think 2016 kind of put all that to bed, but even still, even, like, no, everything, everything is tinged with this, like, it is in every, like, this is America, this, it, it, this is life, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I guess some of the reaction, you do have to, like, stay positive, like, because it's like, well, there are uh, people that you didn't expect, and it's one of those things where it's like, you 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 get the unexpected allies like oh uh, that's that's awesome I didn't expect uh, mm-hmm. you know this this person this uh, famous or not like in the wrestling business uh, I didn't expect them to you know be on the right side of history here yeah um, and not only that but they're strong about it okay? I thought and not that it's it's uh, that it's unexpected but I thought David Starr's uh, response was one of the best as far as like just righteous indignation of you know what you did you know, you know that's the thing like you like you know what this is yeah and for the for the people that you know for white people that went that oh that's a stretch right like I'm not saying you not seeing it going oh but once it's explained to you and a multitude of, you know, just it, 
people are telling you like, no, this is this is how it is. And I, I understand you don't see it that way, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Your next response can't be, yeah, well, it's not that bad, or well, you're making whatever. You know, you can't bring your salary into it or your position, like because you're just tacitly acknowledging that it's that it's shit, that it's a fucked up thing to do, but get over it because of X, Y, and Z because of this circumstance, because of your, you know, or, oh, WWE is racist, and then you see the thread full of black champions, you know, Kofi and Ricochet, yeah. and, you know, like, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer had friends. He didn't yeah. eat every person in his life. There was somebody that thought Jeffrey Dahmer was a chill-ass dude that had really awesome nuggets. That you know that they didn't know where you know couldn't place the tape. <laughs> you know, like fam, like like the, the I just I think of uh, 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 Kilmer from <laughs> this is super random, but from uh, Varsity Blues. Like he had a team yeah. full of black players, and he let his biases and and, and bigotry come out and certain stuff, but he wasn't gonna let it like not win him a game or keep him from being successful. Fuck no, I'm going to use your fucking black workhorse ass. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, so the idea <clears throat> that WWE has technical technical diversity, like has people of color and women in, in spots. It's like what they do with Trump. Like, well, he had women in his, in his business and they were running things and blah, blah, blah. Like, he still grabs bitches by the pussy and fucking assaults them and rapes them, probably. The fuck that yeah, got to do with it? Because he had a couple women working for him and around him. The fuck? Make a lot of good trap. How do you let that come out of your face knowing reality? It, it, it just baffles me. But, yeah, the reaction, uh, uh, you can get bogged down in, like, a, a Twitter thread where it's just like, get over it, you know, uh, you know, here we go again, SJ-Dub. But then you can also get a bunch of well-thought-out non-black people that are saying, <laughs> I, you know, all, all kinds of spectrum. I didn't get it at first, but now I do. Or I'm not yeah. offended, but I fucking understand why somebody would be, you know, yeah. from the gamut of understanding and outrage. It's like... <clears throat> yeah, like there's no one right way you should react. That's we're not all, you know, we're all different. To be cliched or be obvious, but yeah. But and as far as his apology, it, 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 I guess technically it was like the Instagram post. But I was like, oh, this is this is somebody accepting. You know how when your mom tells you, you know you hit your brother and he's crying, then tell him sorry. You're sorry. And your mom goes, that is not no way to apologize. You straighten your face up, you look your brother in the face, you say you're sorry, and then you give him a hug, right? And that's how you do it. This is the this is the equivalent of the parent going, okay, he says sorry, so stop crying. <laughs> no, he went. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, you got in the way of my Tonka truck that I threw across the room. You know, whatever. <laughs> they were like, okay, that's enough. I, I'll, I'll accept it. And in WWE is, I think. In in a you know it's very much in a in a hurry to get get past this. Yeah yeah yeah. Like I don't like people were like well 
there goes his shot. Like, like they, they can't fire him. Like, they literally yeah. can't fire this kid for that. Like, could they fire him in a month? Yeah, but not not for this. Like, not hey, either. Yeah, hey, publicly because traded from company. All, because from all indications, he's a hard worker. He does everything the right way. He does what yeah. he's told. For the, you know, in the in a in a, yeah. in a wrestler promotion relationship, uh, so yeah, they'd be opening themselves up for. He's going to be on the roster. Here comes your lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And that stupid. Um, okay. Uh, any thoughts on NXT and Dynamite specifically? From um. last week. Not particularly. Um, you know. Uh, talk Balor, about the. Uh, okay. Yeah, Finn Balor. Oh, um, yeah. turn. I think people mm-hmm. are going to get the very best version of, of Finn Balor that we've had. Um, I just think Finn Balor, like Prince Devitt, with that edge in New Japan, um, is. Is cool, like to a point where I, I just think he's going to be so fun to watch as a singles act, and is going to be in that upper echelon of NXT characters, um, not just wrestlers, but characters that that they can get across. Um, I think that gives them a big star, not just because Finn Balor's there, but because heel Finn Balor. I'm really excited to see him and Gargano, and then him and Cole if it comes up or whatever he ends up doing. Like, I'm really here for it. Um, you know, with AEW, um, you know, we do get to hear Moxley talk this week. They said they're going to give him a, a live mic, so it should be good to hear him. Um, and, yeah, I think they're building to Cody Jericho just fine. Now, they are having, in the That's event of a draw, in a 60-minute match, they're going to bring in three judges to make sure a winner is declared. What in the hell are they thinking? What they're thinking, what I hope they're thinking, what they better be thinking is for two and three years down the road. Okay. You can't, you can't, there's no way that you can put out this and go, this is our gimmick, and then use the gimmick right out of the shot or use the gimmick in the first three, six months even. They use this thing next March, May, April, sometime next summer. Okay. I don't think they should use this thing till 20 damn 21. Like utilize the judges. They should always be there, but it should be a well over a year before they need to 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 come in because you just don't have sixty minute fucking draws or forty five minute whatever you know time limit draws. They had one uh, last week, and that's a very again that's an establishing finish. Yeah, not one that you expect to be to be commonplace. Not one that should be commonplace. Yeah. Right. So I just think this is like them, like just setting the tone, setting the, their stage of what what their philosophy is, uh, and go, going forward, what it will be. Um, yeah, but I, but I bet they have, uh, maybe not. <clears throat> excuse me, maybe not a specific. Uh, ooh, Jericho and 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 uh, whoever. I don't. I doubt they have that. Again, if it's 18 months away, it's probably not something you can, you know, put that far out. But the idea of we want to use this maybe 
you know, a year from now uh, is probably the thinking. I hope it is. I hope it's not something to use at full gear. I'm not trying to see Cody and goddamn Jericho wrestle for 60 minutes. No. <laughs> like, no. Let's start there. <laughs> yeah. 15 yeah. years ago, maybe. For Jericho. For Jericho. Uh, yeah. Then, yeah. Right. <laughs> 18-year-old uh, Cody mm-hmm. wrestling for a half hour might not be a great idea either, but yeah, for sure. Oh my God. Uh-oh. Oh my God, Cam. There's a meme. I'm not sure if you're I'm sure if you're on the internet, you're familiar with this new internet trope and thing. But they have a picture of uh, suicide from from TNA. Mm-hmm. It says, this is not who killed Jeffrey Epstein. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've been peeping the news. Yeah, they a big duh goes down on that news. Um, oh, no, yeah, like the autopsy. Like, oh, yeah, it seems like he was killed by homicide. Like, oh, you, you, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Oh. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's open this thing up to some folks. Let's talk to some people. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is uh, the number. So let's uh, let's start with three one zero, and then we'll go to Mike in Brooklyn. Three one zero. Who is this? What where up? are you from? Hey guys, it's Tom. How you doing? Tom, where, where are you from? from? Los Angeles. Uh, I no, love no. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked to you, you doing, man? Bit, huh? Yeah, I remember you, Tom. Where you been, stranger? Where have I been? I've been uh, listening in, and then I used to call in when I would, when I would drive from, from uh, work, and I, I used to, but I haven't been, I'm not normally driving at this this, this time, so I was just, but I happen to be tuning in now, so. Nice. I figured I would give a call in. Yeah, so, I don't know, I was... <laughs> I was just thinking about that Monday Night Raw from Monday and just, like, how funny it is to be a wrestling fan and just, like, the main event being that Rusev angle and just, like, thinking... Just, like, if you think about wrestling in the context that their entire, like, purpose is to try and win a championship belt, I just... And just, like, think inside the mind of Vince uh, McMahon and just, like, (laughs) you just think about, like, the whole angle being, like, Rusev's... Oh man, like I was addicted to sex and I never took you to good restaurants and now I'm coming to that United States championship belt. <laughs> oh my just god. Like, <laughs> when you say it that way, it just points out the absurdity. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally real. just one of those moments where you like think to yourself, it's like, Why have I been cursed to it to enjoy this? <laughs> like like, no, for I sure. Like, I mean, it's, it's one of those things like, like I, for time reasons and just, you know, just not enough time, hours in the day. And they literally switch writing, like writing teams, like three times in a year and a half, like after 12 years of watching every episode, I just stopped watching days of our lives. Like Sid, like Matt, Matt, he's still, He'll still send me texts like, oh, you know, such and such looking fine, or oh shit, Sammy going crazy again, or whatever's happening. But I just can't find it in me. And it's like, if that happens with wrestling, like it's just a matter of getting out of the routine just a little bit. Like, 
is mm-hmm. going, oh, you know what? I don't even miss this. But I don't think it's, it's, it's wrestling. Like, I haven't been watching this stuff for, you know, almost 40 years. You know, there's a reason that suffering through. But but that goes to your point. Like, wh- like I like it's almost like, damn, why why do I love this shit so much? Like even the bad stuff, I love it and I want to talk about it even if I'm upset. Yeah. They, and you they know it feel. And they know. I think though, I honestly, I think in many ways, wrestling has somewhat been saved by like what you guys are doing here, which is like. As a wrestling fan, and I bet I'm not unique in this no, at all. We, we've like, heard that all, a long time. Like, Wade hears that all the time. Like, if it wasn't for the live cast or if it wasn't for, you know, Wade's up, daily updates or Bruce Mitchell audio or whatever your daily or weekly intake of wrestling audio is, uh, and, and if you're like most people, it's not just one thing. You, you probably, uh-huh. you know, not just listening to the East Coast guys listening us and Wade and maybe Dave or whoever you 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 like, um, and that's you absolutely are like probably what magazines did for a long time, podcasts and, and wrestling radio on the internet is is doing like buoying the industry like keeping that motherfucker a, a loop in in a in a major way. Mm-hmm. For sure, and I think like the one thing that kind of caught me in the last, I think, yeah, the last, last, last week, it's just like, the Finn Balor heel turn was so good, like, it was mm-hmm. just like, and I think what, what I wish WWE would do is that there is actually, like, a somewhat of a potential benefit to the monotonous programming that they put out there, just in the sense that, like, you know, if you're turning people heel every week or making a big character turn, like you saw with a, a Russo or some wrestling from a while ago, like it just loses its its impact. For sure. But if you like really keep characters on one side of the aisle for a very long period of time, not even not even just awkward. heel and face turns though, Tom. It's like when you hear Cornette or even uh, like the people will talk about AWA would, would run like one angle a year. Right. Like everything was straight up and down, and then you would get one or two major angles a year. So that's why they would sustain for four, six, eight months. You know, people still talking about, you know, uh, you know, junkyard dog getting blinded by the Freebirds two years later. I'm sure down in fucking Louisiana because. Well, that's maybe not the best because I'm sure a lot of stuff was had. It was a pretty active, hard-hitting territory. But even by those standards, you weren't getting, um, you know, we're we're not only oversaturated with just product itself, but the style of the, you know, what we're getting, what we expect the wrestlers to do week to week is uh, it's off the fucking charts. Like those wrestlers that did that 80s schedule, you know, you're on the road three, literally 300 days a week, and you're wrestling, you know, 270 times a, a year. A year. Um, would probably look at the, the schedule in a lot of ways. Maybe not, you know, but they would look at, you know, they're not driving. It's not killer in those ways, but what they have to do to their body. Remember when you go to WWF? It was like, okay, nice. I get to ride out the last five, eight, ten years of my career, 
playing doing patty cake wrestling, like where I can save myself. Um, I'm not expected to go out there and uh, and you know break my damn back because that's not what they wanted. That wasn't what. But you know, thirty four. Nah, years I mean, like I think it's like. It's so it's it's a it's a weird it's just like been a very weird time in the last five or six years to be a fan of this company because like from the business end like in terms of sheer making money like man they are way better at running a business than I ever would be the fact that they pulled off basically like a ninety ten split in terms of the revenue that comes in that they they, they and the amount of salary they pay out to their employees. Right, like well, the fact that they managed to keep these like independent contractors, the fact that right. they run I mean, it's they, America. They it's, ahead of their time, right? Like, look, but if I mean, they like, were to take that, the, you feel like, wait, Tom, if they were to take that case or whatever it would be, if, like, the, and the challenge WWE's independent um, contractor statute, they WWE would win not because they're correct in their independent contractors, but because it's been like that for forever, like for decades upon decades, 50 years. I don't know how long, longer than that probably. But so they would, the government or whoever would take that case up would be like, well, it's been working in this way. WWE's entire system is based on this system to go and up up in that would be caused more damage than blah 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 blah. It's like too big to fail kind of thing with the banks and stuff. Like, well, so it's like, what's the adage? Um, if you owe a bank a thousand dollars, that's your that's your problem. But if you owe a bank a hundred million dollars, well, that's their problem. On the bank, yeah. <laughs> so, well, right, and yeah. I mean like. So, like, the fact that they have that on that side, but then, like, from their basic, like, I just, there's so many obvious ways to just improve this. Like, let's say the writing didn't improve at all. Like, Mm -hmm. even by just being smart enough to say, we have a huge roster that's incredibly and deeply talented, and we have a lot of television to fill. If, like, like, even if Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns are kept off television for three weeks, they feel slightly more fresh when they come back, no matter what they say. Even if Seth, if Seth Rollins was gone for four weeks and came back, back and burned down the set of Sesame Street, then like at least it would feel a little <laughs> better than it does when you see him every friggin' week and then he's burning down the set of Sesame Street. Like it just, they, they, there's so many obvious like, they like NXT got this hot partly because a it's like it's written in a much more straightforward fashion. But you can never underestimate the fact that, like, these guys are on one hour a week, and you would only have, and you'd only see your main stars like every other week or every three weeks. Like, you wouldn't see twenty-minute matches with these guys every night on top of a promo with them on top of a backstage. Like, it was just it shot like you know there was a much more limited viewpoint on it. And like, even though they have so much television to fill, their ratings suck anyways. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins don't spike ratings like. You know, like you're putting on a decent wrestling Brock show. Brock Lesnar doesn't spike ratings. Yeah, like nothing spikes you know, ratings. At, like, at, this, at this point, WWE is down with the fans who are just going to freaking watch wrestling because we watch wrestling. And, like, you know, like, there's, like, I think going back to the Finn Balor thing, like, I can't, I honestly can't remember, I cannot remember the last time that I was legitimately curious about what was going to happen next. And I think that's a mixture of, like, 
NXT has at least given me hope that they're not going to mess up these kind of storylines and be like Balor was a super cold character who was slightly heated up when he went back to NX, NXT and he did something that is like mysterious but kind of makes sense and I'm curious to see what happens next because they have competition and they, they need to be doing stuff like this. Like it's just, it, it, it like, shines a brighter light on like how dull this product has been for years and years. But, but Tom, also it was a definitive turn. How many times in the last 15 years of WWE TV has someone just they, they put them in circumstances that they, uh, Seth they just put, I mean, I mean, they just put them in against the opposite. Like, oh, I guess he's a face now. There's no definitive turn. You know, there's no moment where a, a, a baby face is in jeopardy and you know, has no friends or all his friends are hurt. And here comes this heel to save the day. And it's the start of, but it's a, it's a definitive, like, you can point to it six months from from now and go, well, that was the start of his babyface turn. And we'll be able to point to this and go, that was Finn turning heel. There's no ambiguity. There's no. Uh, it just there. It was an actual turn. I mean, that used to be such a problem. I remember the MVP. Like that's. I don't know why that sticks out to me. But he was this, you know, heel, and then they just put him in babyface situations with no explanation. And you go, you go, yeah, fan, you just get used to it. Like, oh, okay, you catch on. But how much how much better would it have been for a journey, for a story to be told over the course of, you know, weeks or months, God forbid, in some turn? No, for, for sure. And I think, like, I think Rollins turning heel, whatever that was, 2014, I think, was probably the last, it was probably the last legit version of that. And so it, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to incessantly like there's, there's there's almost no point to complain at this point because it's like you know it's like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me fool me nine hundred seventy nine times shame on me yeah, you know, I mean again it's like I said earlier and like you alluded to it's just it's wrestling and right and but right but now if people start catching on that there are so many alternatives. Like if you hate Raw because of X, Y, and Z, there's no reason you should hate watch Raw because there's, you know, literally six other wrestling programs that are going to come on before Raw comes back on the next week. And, no, and that's just sure. on like that's just on TV. I'm not even talking about you know indie stuff and all that shit. Rich and Steve watches with those fucking weirdo passwords and. Names promotion guy I never even heard of. Um, so yeah, there's just so much. But the fun is, it is you know watching and saying, "Oh, this sucks." <laughs> I can't front. I mean, like, I think I'll just close it with going back to my first point, which is that like yeah. I just find it so funny that I regularly watch a television show where it closed last week with <laughs> a guy getting hit in the balls by a man who's cheating on his wife. <laughs> sorry, sorry. By a man who's a man cheating on, that's, that's like getting with, with a paramour in the cheating. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's, and it's all to build up to a match in Saudi Arabia that airs at 1 p.m. on like Thursday. <laughs> I don't know. I just find it 
<laughs> Again, when you, you put it all, when you put it that way. jumping off ladders and flinging themselves into steel barricades. In 2001 and 2000 and 1999, when, like, I didn't take Jeff Hardy seriously as a human being and, like, didn't realize yeah. he was going home to pop the ticket in every night, like, cool, that right. was awesome. Jeff Hardy dove off a 40-foot ladder. Well, you grew up off. and had some fucking empathy and maturity. Right. right. The problem is, it's, like, between growing up and, like, internet we just know too much about these guys and so what i hope aew continues to figure out is that what's missing from wrestling right now is like a respect level for the viewers and what i mean by that is like i want what happens tonight on october 30th whatever this is to matter on october 30th 2020 like i want there to be consequences to the weekly actions that occur so that you can tell stories that build upon themselves and don't just pretend like they've erased every two and a half months and that something you watch does not matter. And if you can just do that, like, and keep that, hey, if we make a mistake writing, we need to address that in the future because this matters. Like, this all builds on itself. Then, like, that's what we want. You just, like, if, if you're going to sit there and tune into a long television show every week or even DVR it and fast, 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 fast forward through it, like, you know, like, there's a, there's a big difference between watching, like, South Park and watching, like, Watchmen or Game of Thrones, right? Like, South Park are just, like, self-contained episodes where it's, like, you can miss it for two years and you come back and it's the same exact thing. Whereas yeah. Game of Thrones, you can't just, like, miss two years and come back in. Like, wrestling right. should have, it, it should be a mixture of both, and I hope that they make it more episodic, like, continued storyline than, like meaningless month-to-month builds to pay-per-view or we're supposed to forget that we've seen the same thing for the last two years and none of it's ever mattered. Yeah, yeah. No, good points, Tom. And, uh, yeah, don't be a stranger. If you can't call us, shoot us an email. Appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, all good points from Tom. I mean, I I, I don't... I I think AEW thinks that's what they're going to be doing while doing other things that are, in my opinion, maybe detrimental to, you know, <laughs> retaining a you know, fan base. But telling those stories and making stuff matter now and six months and a year from now is also uh, uh, something that they should and hopefully are thinking about. Uh, because, yes, I, I want what happens in October in 2019 to matter come October 2020, even in uh, some, you know, not indirect way. So there has to be a storyline that started in, in October, ended in October, anything like that. But just, yeah, consequences, they can take a mediocre product, whether it's a story you're telling or, or a sporting event. I mean, tonight's game seven. If it's a mediocre game, you know, what a mediocre game in the middle of June and obviously at the end of October, it's different. If 
because the fucking mm-hmm. trophy's on the line. So what if, uh, you know, you pitch or walk a bunch of guys and whatever. It's, I mean, not so what, but it, it matters. It actually matters more that you're playing mediocre and all that amplified. And, yeah, and so, the biggest thing is, like, <clears throat> casual fans who don't care about either team will watch a game seven of any sport. Oh, yeah. Like, I have tell my partner you today, watch I'm not missing game seven. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's to me that's the biggest factor in um, in a ratings drop. It's that somebody just looking for something to watch will watch a deciding game in a sport championship series over um, you know a, a less than heavily promoted wrestling show. Given the two op- the two options, like it's just what it's going to be. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch. Only game I've watched so far in the series was I think Game Four. Was that the little flip out to be Game Over? Uh, game. So I saw that game, and I'll be watching Game Seven. And I don't yeah. care much about either. You know, I don't like either team. I don't hate either team. So I don't, uh, you know, particularly. But it was Game Over. So, yeah. so I have the three devices going. I have Impact. Or, God, I keep saying Impact. I have Dynamite, I have NXT, and I'll have my phone or tablet or something tuned in. Mm. So, all right, let's, uh, you know what, before we talk to Mike in Brooklyn, let's get to one of these emails. Uh, Jabron in Vegas, he says, what up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, with Xavier Woods out for fam, there's somebody at my job named Xavier. X-Z-A-V-I-A-R, whatever, E-R. What the? Parents are goofballs. What's wrong with people? And I saw a video that uh, that had a bunch of weird names, and it, it was S S S T, and apparently that's or the S S S S T, and it's forest. No. And then there's uh. No. 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 I know. I know. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Look. It's. Wait. It's like J K. M N and it's Noel. Okay. So yeah, you're you're just I'm gonna beat your kid up if I see him and I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> I see your you're, kids making Noel. You're really testing that anti bullying thing pretty tough <laughs> when you do that to your kid. You are. Um so yeah, uh, that savior shit bothered me last week. Uh, so he says, with, with Xavier out for a year with injury, how do you think New Day will be used moving forward? Could possibly Big E get a title shot? Possibly? Can Kofi get a title shot? Yeah. yeah. He, Gibran says, move on. Get over it. <laughs> like, really? But no, I hear you. Um, who knows if that means that they're definitely going to split, or who knows if that means, hey, hey, guys, it's probably in your best interest to stay together until Xavier gets back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a tough call as far like if they have the option, like if the company said it's on you. Ugh, I'm not sure uh if I'm Kofi and Big E. Do you wanna do you wanna go if you're Kofi and Big E and they give you that kind of leeway and, and storytelling uh Leeway. Do you say let's let's do something epic? Let's do something big, big E, me and you, Kofi and, and, and E, doing this year-long storyline that culminates in X, 
and leave out Xavier in this, like that alone might make them go, we can't like do this dope year long thing or however long, you know, and then he's not involved in any way. I'm not sure. Like I think they would think that wasn't fair. All right, there's a possibility that they they could say, I don't know if we want to do, you know, can we let's let's do this other thing that holds off. Uh, I hope they get something back. Like I, I really do. Um, you know, just just Kofi's been your champion for six months. Like, I hope they have something for him. And Big E's been really good. Um, you know, if you can, like, just go to the network and just watch him and Daniel Bryan have some matches, those are really so good. So, you know, hopefully, but, I mean, it just doesn't bode well for them that they're still in the same brand as to get, you know, total, uh, you know, to, to be singles acts. They seem to have been drafted as a team, so you think that's the trajectory they're going to stick them with. When there were opportunities, storyline-wise, for teams to be separated. Just saw that Finn Balor Pele kick again. I was, I thought it was kind of silent. He didn't even get the jacket off. That looks so good. I think that's why I sort of missed it last week. He faked me out with the jacket. I looked away or blinked or something. (laughs) I'm missing it this time. Um, Second question from Jabron: Did y'all happen to see over the weekend that the? Did you happen to see that shirt that? You eat made for George Miles? He just he just asked this so casually, like it wasn't the yeah. biggest story. Um, yeah, we've we've if you look around, he says, no black man would accept that shirt as a design that was to finish his email. Uh, yeah. Oh, what about Road Dog? What in the gray background? Like, cause he knew. He knew. Yeah. He knew. He was like, yo, um, <laughs> I love that part. Road Dog <laughs> prefers the gray. <laughs> Which kind of lets you know that him being him, like, because, you know, at my big age, I don't want to call white guys down anymore because I think that that just dilutes so many things. It gives people passes they don't deserve. But Road yeah. Dog knows what time it is. And he's always come across as a guy who knows what time it is, you know? Yeah. So yeah, he probably has seen a lot of stuff and heard a lot of stuff and has probably tried to be like, the middleman or the bridge in a lot of situations. But yeah, I think that speaks very highly of him. He likes the gray. Road Dog prefers the gray. Yeah. All right. Thanks to Brian for the email. I appreciate you. Let's uh, head back to the phone lines and talk to Mike up in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? What up? Yo, Y'all can hear me? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not the best connection, but we can hear you. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so before I forget to, to draw on what Cam was saying with the um, three judges, like, that's supposed to be a callback to Flair Steamboat 89. Yeah, you know the thing about Flair Steamboat yeah. 89, you correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, that was because after multiple occasions, they couldn't decide right. a winner. Yeah. Wow. That, was the third, that was the third one from Nashville. Yeah, they are. They're putting a Band-Aid on a newborn. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think also 
I think also it was just a throw off because, like I said um, last week on the show, I feel as though either MJF and then now looking at the being the elite, possibly Hangman turning turning on because that's what it seems like they're trying to. You know, they kind of like setting up um, Hangman turning on them. It's Cody stopped him in the hallway and said, "Hey, I know." Um, you know, don't feel like you, you know, you know, you know, you, you want to be elite. Like, we know, you know, myself, Kenny, and Cody, we all got our own dressing room, but, you know, you can come change at any of ours. And it was like, mm. I'm like, he might have took it out the snub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a backhanded, you know, like a backhanded comment. Yeah. So, hmm. I can see what I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, I don't need your, your, uh, yeah. And I think that'd be like, a young boy. Yeah, I think that'd be dope for Hangman because Hangman needs something. Like he just like a background player now. Like yeah, yeah, he he seems like like they want to have him in this high profile stuff, but he is definitely a case of of promos would would benefit them getting him over. Like he's definitely a case of that. Um, right. And so before he gets relegated like that, I would definitely, yeah, I, I would, I would do something with his character if we're not going to give him the mic time. Ain't making talk. 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 Um, not for nothing. I see how they pairing them up. I, I don't see a long term run, but I see somewhere down the line that. Uh, A.W. giving Sonny Kiss and Dustin Rhodes to run with that tag title. Yeah, I mean, it's there. You know, Dustin... Probably the most heavily promoted part of uh, A.W. Dark right now. Okay, I want to jump back in. Mike, what do you think of A.W. Dark? I think it's fire. Like, I think certain okay. shit on okay. A.W. Okay. Dark, they need to... Thank you. You're going exactly where I was going. My man Mike in Cincinnati telling me how dope Dark is. You need to watch Dark, E.W. Dark, and blah, blah, blah. I was like, Mike, if it's that fucking good, it would be on TNT. So it's either not that good because it's not on TNT, or it is, and they're fucking dumbasses for having it on fucking YouTube. And I'm not going to go, I'm not going to search out some fucking YouTube show. Put it on TNT, goddammit. You got two hours of primetime cable, and you're putting your fire shit on YouTube? Well, I got to watch Marco fucking stunt for 15 minutes, wrestle the best tag team in the world. <laughs> what the fuck, AEW? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, but it's like... Told me that, it's I was like, Mike, that's not a fucking... You're like thinking like, oh, like AEW Dark. They shouldn't have two shows. They've been around for a month. There shouldn't be an AEW Dark. Certainly not one that's promoted and gets all the... It should literally just be matches that, that they want to get. It should be even... It should be a fucking dark show show. If it's going to be aired and, right. and, and called that, then have it as it's preliminary, folks. It's squash matches. Maybe not even squash matches. That's a TV thing. You don't have squash matches in your dark shows. You want those go, you know, six, eight, 12 minutes. But it should be yeah. people that you want to give work to in front of a big audience. So next time you're in that city, maybe they're wrecking. I mean, this isn't hard. Like, this, it's been done for 100 Damn. fucking years. Why are they putting good shit where people ain't watching? It ain't putting Melissa Trav. They're starting to as of next week because I I feel like I feel as though 
I feel as though, and this is just me, my, you know, my opinion. Fucking internet fucking mentality, though, man. They have, yeah, listen, I feel as though they have people listening to East Coast Cast. They have people listening to Wade, and they have people listening to, you know, Melson and Alvarez and chats over there. Because no, thanks for including us. <laughs> I, saw, I saw elements of dark and shit that we talked about on this very you know what I mean, podcast, them go out and execute last week as far as showing replays and showing certain, you know what I mean, doing certain shit and building certain things and video packages and shit like that. Like, they kind of started. So, they like, I do give them credit for that as opposed to WWE when we, you know, say certain shit or feel like certain shit that they need to listen to us the fan ass to improve, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I do give them credit for listening. It takes WWE two to fucking three years to listen to shit that we think. Like, just like me and you, we've been on a crusade. We've been on a crusade, and, and me, you, and Cam, and, and fucking uh, since the late summer, uh, or since this Bray Wyatt shit started, for them to get that fucking title off of set. What is it going to take? He is getting booed out of buildings now. The, the, the adverse shit that was happening to Roman is happening to him now. You know what I mean? He does himself no favor. They need to ban him. First and foremost, somebody fucking upper management needs to tell him, keep your hand off of the fucking... Do, do not get on any social media. <laughs> like, do not get on any social media or have a ghostwriter or whatever the fuck it is that you need for somebody to write the appropriate shit for you. Because... You're doing yourself no favor. That Bray Wyatt shit, to me, that was the nail in the coffin for him. That was the nail in the coffin for him, if you ask me. The Bray, the yeah, whole Bray Wyatt shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get the we probably, guy who was carrying the flag for a company it's not cool to carry the flag for. You You took that and then you did less than great by him as a response, and then you pit him against the hottest character in the company, but want right. people to cheer him. Like, ugh, he not do that, man, in any favors at all. Right. I, and, and to me, like, physically, I feel like it started with the whole fucking, um, the Brock Lesnar shit from SummerSlam. I think that's where the shit really started at. Like, I started, you know, once he did the dumbass promo, oh, he's gone. Like that shit, you know what I mean? That right there, it made me look at him in a different light. And then once you started flaunting, you know, your relationship with your girl, you know, which I don't blame him for. He got a hot chick, but at the end of the day, they have no fuck. They have zero fucking chemistry on at all. The chemistry is so bad. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, you know, which um, springs brought me into this. Like they're living off of. Past ECW angles and shit like that. that they think it's gonna draw with this, you know what I mean? Bobby Lashley shit. Like, yeah, poor fucking. Yeah, we don't even. execution of ECW. I mean, ECW, they were telling stories. It was sleazy yeah. and it was over the top and stuff, but it made. Right. And, they were, and they were telling stories to a very specific audience. Right. 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 To how many million people also about the fucking local TV. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, I, I asked <clears throat> Wade. I said, 
have we even gotten an ex- an, an explanation in any way beyond like the physical stuff, like them laying in the bed and massaging each other? But like, why does Lana like Lashley? Why does Lashley like Lana? Again, they're they're hot they're hot people. Like I like I get why they like each other. He takes he takes her to the restaurant she likes and is it trying to get her ready. It is yeah, like, that's because he ain't shooting the club up constantly. <laughs> Yeah, and because Lashley told him that he was cheating on her, told her that she, you know, that Rusev was cheating. That's I guess. It's dumb, Trav. We don't but that's not like a reason to like get with the fuck somebody, <laughs> right? Many things reason to be like, well, okay. And thanks, also, but wouldn't you just wouldn't you, you ask him, hey, I heard you're doing this. Is it true? Right. <laughs> what so they call the conversation like? Right. Yeah. And then they got the fucking poor guy, you know what I mean, just laying there, you know what I mean, on the fucking, you know what I mean? Also, oh, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. My bad, Mike, but is he trying to, like, can it be both? Oh, I'm here. Feedback. As you ask this question, I'm switching phones, by the way. Okay, I got you. Uh, how does, how is he just nonstop, every morning, noon, and night, trying to fuck you? Right? Just morning, noon, and night. Yeah, I'm Rusev, Rusev wants the pussy, and he's trying to put a baby in you constantly. So if he's not reckless, he's putting the baby. Oh, she said, in the arenas, at the fucking IHOP, everywhere. So when's he cheating? It makes it, it's non-fucking When he's cheating, Lana. Non- hey, see, I'm, this literally just dawned on me before I bought it. How do, how do you have the time to be cheating if you just non-stop trying to knock up your wife? And y'all work together. Right, and y'all on exactly. the road together. And she said, in the road, on the road, in the fucking hotel, in the fucking lobby, in the backstage, at the matches. So I'm yeah. sorry. I was whole thing It's Fucking plot holes. And not to mention, she just dropped the whole fucking Russian. Like she sounds well, like that ain't yeah. her girl. That's actually ridiculous. It's both genuinely and, like, stylistically asking the performer to do too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's better now. So they have to do too much. But literally, when you ask her to have a long-form conversation in an accent that's not hers, that's why the accent disappears. Like, right. <laughs> it, it's super meta, and they don't need to do that. That's literally what happens. Yeah, that's what I took from it, Cam. I said that was, that was just so fucking meta. It's just like they, like, they don't have a fucking clue. They don't have a clue, and I mean, Rusev is going to, uh, I'm, I'm win glad for um to to win. That. I'm yeah. I'm glad for ACH standing up for himself. You know what I'm saying? I read the tweet clearly, fully, and he said he he apologizes for none of the shit that he said because he knows, you know what I mean? The shit he's dealing with, the shit he dealt with, being in this company so far. But it's like homeboy. You signed the fucking contract, like at the end of the day. So it was like, yeah. you know what I mean? That don't mean you can get, you know, treated like any kind of way. <laughs> Excuse nah, me. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, but knowing the history of this fucking company when it comes to African Americans, like, you know the history of this company. Like, yeah. You know the fucking history this of the was, company, and it is not good at all. 
If it was the Muhammad uh, curtain, if this was a one-off kind of thing, you go, oh, okay, oh, shit, you know. But it's like, no, you can't have a history of doing a thing right. for decades and all of a sudden want the benefit of the doubt. Like, oh no, just got paid. Right. You know, how are we to Nah, I'm not buying it. I'm not saying you're just outright being malicious and we're like <laughs> somebody sinister, you know, uh, Mr. Burns in the backstage. Like, yeah, we're going. Well, no, I mean, genuinely, you know, knowing knowing how old he is and knowing where he's from, like he's from, you know, up the street from here. Um, I'm pretty sure he went into it thinking, I I thought the racism would be less direct. You go into every job thinking like, you know, I have to deal with these guys. But I, I just think he thought it would be like the racism for him would mean he'd have to wait an extra 18 months than Cameron Grimes will before he gets the U.S. title shot. I think that's what he's talking right. about. Right. But in the meantime, he's like, I'm, 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 checks are clearing and I'm living good and my family's eating. I'm setting myself up for the future. Yeah. But that's everything. That's not. He didn't think he would be a full blown nigger in seven months. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this shit don't help. And this shit don't fucking help, man. Because you got the fucking real American, the team, you know what I mean, the team leader. It's like they just swept that shit. Just, it's like that just faded from people's mind in that fucking company. Knowing what this fucking guy, you know what I mean, did, like, I don't give a fuck what beat you make. I don't give a fuck what forgiveness you beg for. You said what you said, homeboy, and you know what the fuck you were saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, there's no coming back from that. And this is coming from a fucking kid who in 1984 laid eyes on this dude coming out to the eye of the tiger fucking music and thought he was God. You understand? So it's like, like, I don't like, it's, it's no fucking coming back from, you know what I'm saying? There's no coming back from that. Like, and it's just like, la, 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 la. They just swept it under the rug. You, you got him going out there. You got him in fucking Saudi Arabia. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it's just so much, like, BS going on. With it. I mean, yeah, think, like, we think, think about and poke that. what he's making off yeah, of yeah, Like, be, you know, one of Hulk Hogan's, even for Hulk Hogan. Like, especially in the last, I don't know, 20 years, it's probably going to be one of his biggest single paychecks. You know? Um, right. But, it is a lot. Yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's fucking sad. Like, it's sad to see what that company, that conglomerate has come to. It's like they are so behind the fucking time in society. They are so behind the time in everything on every fucking platform. They are behind the time. And it is the same old age old same shit we can say for the past fucking two, three, four, five years. It is time for the old man to go home. Go fucking stick yeah. the, the football field or something like you know what I mean? Uh, to play some football, like do something, like pay off some football, like go paint your team helmets or something, like just we, stay we away from the fucking XFL, uh, the XFL paydays and the NXT paydays. We didn't even talk about that. About how like right. 
people are asking, people in NXT, um, and they haven't specified who, but the people in NXT who thought that they'd be making more money at this point, especially with the move to TV, and they were told in the last week or two that that is not the case. Um, yeah. That money would not be different. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't know if AEW is like this great destination for 15 people to go to, but it has to be like unnerving and it has to be disappointing for that to be the case. Right. Now, I'm here to aid actually, you know, the contracts are actually bigger than NXT. Well, and in my thing, in my thing with just NXT, like 10 guys going over there, I don't know if. If, if they're going to take 10 guys. You know what I mean? That's no, what they saying. said that's, that's exactly what they said they're not going to do. They're not going to do what they did. They have to be fucking uh, make castaways that make them work champions. They're not going to do that. They will pick certain castaways that they like. That they like. If that show don't turn around on Wednesday night, I see them moving it to Tuesday night. Wait, you talking about guys? Uh, NXT. NXT. Oh, oh. Yeah. I think it would have been better suited for Tuesday to replace Matt. But then now yeah. you got Impact, and Impact was a damn good show last night. I saw the highlights on YouTube. It was a damn good show. It was a damn good show. And did you guys hear about this shit that Impact is doing? They're doing like a callback to the 80s, like to the 80s or some shit like that. And um, they got, you know, the, the, they're guys, but they got a match with like 1980s type names and gimmicks and shit like that. They're doing some show coming up like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they're basically are they gonna have, doing Are they going to have cocaine? <laughs> huh? <laughs> are they going to have cocaine? But they're basically doing that uh, that show that 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 show that like John Cena was on with the wig and I don't know a lot of people yeah, like that. They're doing that like a real fucking a real thing. All right, all right, Mike, we gotta ask. Um, oh shit, good. All right, no, no, I'm gonna end it with this. Catch up, that yeah. show. Catch up, you know. That baby Callahan is trying to stop that. You know, it's infamous right. Jim Cornette. Yeah. I'm going to leave with this because I know, you know, some more people want to get on. I don't know yeah, if y'all no, have yeah. watched. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if y'all have watched NWA Power. And, um, I'm almost caught up. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. like halfway through episode four. All right, so um, I'm going to leave with this question. What do y'all see um, Nick Aldis's uh, value maybe in the next year or so. Do you think you know the two bigs or you know these companies are going to come calling for him now that they you know seeing like what he's you know what he's doing out there? And that's all I got for tonight. Thanks, Mike. Um, WWE had <clears throat> all the shots at him and they didn't want him. Yeah, they had his wife on the roster still and they didn't want him. Uh, it's something there that. I don't think it's the story is fully known. Yeah, but uh, in AEW, I don't know. Maybe I saw a picture. Of a be between them. 
It's a big what? I think there's going to be crossover between AEW and 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 the NWA. Yeah. Yeah, because of lineage of the uh, of the NWA title, he even referenced like Cody and Brandy by name uh, on episode three or over the beginning of episode four. I think they they have a, a good relationship. I but you know what I really think? The Miss that was like young, uh, great looking blue chipper. I just don't think he's as young anymore. And so, like you said, like, WWE has their shot. I don't think he has the same value as somebody they can build into a new world champion anymore because, I mean, he's been around for a while now. Wait, he's been around what for a while? He's never been on their TV. Wrestling, I'm saying. Like, I just don't think that the appeal of scooping him up um, on his tail end of TNA, I don't think it's the same as him having been NWA champion for this long. He's not Bobby Roode, I guess is what I'm saying. I, I don't think he has that type of, of appeal to where he can be top of your big yeah, card. Or yeah, top he's of better. Card. He has a better appeal. The fuck? <laughs> no well, I, well, I agree, but I just don't think after passing on him for this long, they all of a sudden make him world champion. Oh, oh, so well, yeah, no, no, no I'm agreeing. They, they, yeah, they're not going to. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. WWE for maybe for various reasons besides just personal stuff, they're not going to. Uh, yeah, I just, I yeah. just don't see him going that route because he was better. He was a, he was a better signing five years ago. All right, let's oh, get in. Uh, yeah. All right, let's talk to Darrell. Wrap this thing up. Darrell, what's happening? What up? Sorry, on the What's left going left. on, Trav? What's go- oh, man, I understand. What's going on, Trav? What's going on, Cam? How y'all guys doing today? Mr. Irvin, <laughs> I'm Boda and Mr. Um, I just got tried. My cherry popped by a kid. Well, then you had to put it that way. I, I, I just heard the cherry got popped. I'm like, okay, well, congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, man, yeah, you, man. you ain't got all day. You better make it hurry up. <laughs> oh, I know, man. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> it was, I, thought, I thought he was going to say something. He had stopped, man. That's oh, all I got to sign that, everybody. <laughs> but it ain't too much to say. Y'all done ran through everything, you know. I was just listening. Um, y'all helped me get to the gym. Listen to you, you chat. Um, pop on and talk. And talk to y'all talk and stuff like that. So, you know, seeing this um, way in wrestling, how stuff going. It is what it is. I'm not going to talk about that show that's going to happen tomorrow. You're going to be watching it live. You're watching live on two devices. Got to help WWE. Got to get them, you know, to offset everybody. Is there a watch along? Is there a watch along for Crown Jewel? Do, do they do that all the time? Huh? They do probably they always do, do a few Yep, they sure do. They do it every pay-per-view. Oh, shit. I've only not seen the most exciting stuff. I'm only, the only clips I've seen was like the, uh, what's this big riddle going off on? Uh, on Goldberg. Oh, I guess. Wasn't that a Saudi show he was watching? Nope, that was um pay per view that um Goldberg came back on that he beat up right. um 
Dolph Ziggler. That one of the Saudi show. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. So uh-huh. that was something. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> they do it every time. Them be the most entertaining stuff. And now I won't be watching this show. And I ain't calling it the name that everybody be calling it too. Because hey, sometimes stuff hurts me or, or whatever. You know, to me, all oh, this is part of society going on anyway. Ain't our president selling the office to foreign powers also? No. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't be and a lot of people who call it that other name, they um voted for um the president that's in the office, so you agree with his stuff, but you don't agree with certain other stuff. I can't take you serious. So I can't call that as a, a name that I'ma call because I I don't consider y'all my leader. <laughs> and my leaders can't be questionable. So, no, nah, I just want to watch the show. That's all. It don't be entertaining anyway. Well, yeah. But that, I'm is, uh, that in and of itself is a reason not to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that y'all... What they're instructed to do. Like if they're given a speed they're supposed to go. Like, all right, do everything at seven. Yeah. I wonder. Mm. Hmm. I'm glad yeah. to hear y'all points on stuff and, and, and things like that, though. And that was this was um the most interesting thing. And about that um I know y'all were talking about the independent contractor status. Um, that would never be changed because if you look at what's what's the going um job that's going around today and what people trying to get people to do is work from home. When you work from home, you you um, become an independent contractor. So they're not giving that stuff up. People who raffle um, get more benefits than a person who who do who are real independent contractors because they get a baseline pay when they miss work. If you're an independent contractor, you miss work, you just sit out of luck. You don't get no vacation days. You don't get um, uh, baseline pay and stuff like that. So that law will never be changed. So they really get more than what people like me, and I've been an independent contractor for um, seven years. So when it comes to that type of talk, I feel no pity because they get money but you, but when they don't even show up to work. Like, you're, you're selling meth. Like, this is- oh, my God. I'm selling- <laughs> I still start selling milk, but I can get that extra boot. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But still, though, but still, though, you know what I'm saying? They'll never change that um, law. They'll never do anything about that because people uh, benefit on that. And you're starting to see the government starting trying to switch to that anyway. You see states going around um, trying to talk um, government workers start working from home, and they and they are saying, oh, it's because we're trying to get rid of emissions and get gas, um, little, uh, help the environment. Keep people from driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is so clever, man. And um, the topic of the week, and I'll just go ahead and let y'all end it because it's about to start. Um, that T-shirt, hey man, happy you pointed it out and stuff like that. But you know, I'm looking at all um type of stuff, and it's, it's it's very interesting to me. It is very interesting. I say that, but I'm glad to hear y'all points and everybody else points up things today. Interesting uh, to point out. 
it looks like there's two. Wait. Yeah, seven. Yep. So there's going to be back to back. I can't tell. Not back to back NXT, but because NXT has an overrun, it's taking the next two spots on. No, there is. Yeah, back to back NXT. No, nah, they just played back to back NXT. They played last week before this week's show. They played the whole two hours. So it's going to be three. So it's be last week and then two this week, live and then the replay of what was live. I guess so, but I know I just watched the whole, uh, caught the end of the whole last hour of the last NXT, so. Oh, shit, Poppy. Ah, I got to see Poppy. I'm out. Peace out, y'all. We gone. Talk to y'all. Thank y'all for your energy and y'all, everything, tweeting and emailing, all the things that y'all do. Thank you. I'm going to go listen to Poppy. And Poppy. Eat, eat.